0: are watching Kitchen Nightmares, which I think... Is that the show where Gordon Ramsay goes into people's failing restaurants and yells at them?
1: They uh, always defend their shitty dishes. Of course they even do. Though, even though every time he gets them, um, they do look like shit. Uh, they always look like shit. Uh, so the... I don't know. I, I, I find it really funny when he just lays into them and, and there's nothing they can do because their food, like their business is failing. The only reason why he's there is because he's failing.
0: I've noticed that his demeanor changes. If you take a look at the UK version as opposed to the US version, he's much nicer on the UK version. He doesn't yell at them nearly as much.
1: I don't think I've ever seen the UK version. Only the, um, the one about hotels. He also has... I think it's called... Uh... I don't know. It's, it's not it's it's not Hotel Nightmares, but it's something like that where he goes and, and renovates like uh, bed and breakfasts. Uh, and that's the only one that I've Are seen. Are they the only B&Bs, B&Bs
0: or is it hotels in general?
1: I'm not sure. I've only seen a couple episodes. I used to watch it in the uh, UK Netflix. It's not on, on the American one, but uh, I don't know. It's just uh, I, I find a lot of joy of just seeing this man uh, looks like a foot yelling at people with that accent, uh, and then just, you know, the, the, um, the ego of all of this. Uh, most of them Italian, too. It's really funny that a lot of the time the ones that fight back are just little Italian insecure men that, you know, cooking is everything for them. But they're, they're Well, there really was good. the
0: couple that got famous from this show because of that exact yeah. reason. Are you watching that one? Where they had an Italian restaurant, and the guy couldn't handle the criticism, and the wife was terrible as well. Crazy. And yeah. somehow they're and not out of business. It made them more popular. She would yell She would yell at customers
1: and tell them to get out whenever they will complain about food. She was crazy. Yeah, I remember this blonde, yeah. older woman.
0: Great. You get pubic hair on your eggs and then you get yelled at for it. <laughs> it's the kind of restaurant I like to go to. This has nothing to do with the Academy Awards, though, which... The Oscars just released their nominations <laughs> yesterday. Where's Gordon Ramsay's Oscar? Do you think he'll get a, an honorary Oscar like David Lynch did?
1: I'm sure he's gotten whatever uh, daytime Emmy. Is that even a daytime show? No, it's not. Uh, that's a that's an entire world that you know. I guess I'm not very aware of that world, but the whole daytime TV nobody's aware. how uh, there's they don't even broadcast. But there's huge stars and there's people that are making a lot of money on that shit. And who are they? Like, huge
0: stars who they like who? Like Sonny I from General know. Hospital? What? I'm talking out of my ass.
1: <laughs> I don't know Regis. Is he still <laughs> yeah, alive? Regis. Is, he's still at it. Why?
0: You know, he seems like a guy who retired way too early. Even though he's like elderly, 80? he's decrepit. Yeah. Because usually you retire and then you die. Or you retire, and then you realize, oh, I shouldn't have retired, and you come back to some degree. Like, Larry King did that. Jay Leno did that. Jay Leno's Garage is a huge hit. But Regis, Regis retired, because this was back when, like, you're 50 years old. Oh, man, you got maybe 10 good years left in you, and you're dead. You know, that's obviously not the case anymore. 50 might as well be, like, 38. So Regis retires from Regis and... Well, he was doing uh, Regis and Kelly during that time, and... Now he's, you know, he was probably about what, like 50, 60, but he's still, he looks the exact same and he has nothing to do.
1: No, wasn't he like 70 when he retired already? He's
0: doing yoga infomercials late at night and he looks the exact same. Google his age right now. I guarantee you he's not as old as you might think. He's probably maybe 80 max, but he was old, but not that
1: old. He's 88. Oh my god! Okay,
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> fuck me. I don't know anything.
1: He said 45. He was. He like retired when he was 26. Yeah.
0: <laughs> oh boy, they should get him to host the Oscars. They're doing no host again this year. Did you watch the Golden Globes? I, I, no. It was good.
1: I didn't watch the the Oscars last year either.
0: I didn't watch the Oscars last year. I just tuned in at the last minute. I was hoping for a Green Book upset. Because I knew that was going to make people mad, and that is what I willed into existence, and that's what happened. It just felt like that was going to occur. What was the front runner, otherwise? Do you remember? I don't even remember nominees. It was not a remarkable year for for movies that were was nominated. It Get out
1: nominated?
0: No, no, no. no. What was that? Twenty seventeen.
1: So twenty seventeen, eighteen. Oh, Green Book, Bohemian Rhapsody, The Favorite, Black Panther, Black. Clans oh, Black Man.
0: Panther, yeah. <laughs>
1: V- Vice, A Born, and Roma.
0: So I think people were yeah, expecting we- Roma to win that year, and it didn't, and then they got upset because the, the non-woke race movie wound up coming away the big winner. It was a pleasure to see that. That was, uh, that was wonderful. <laughs> Do you care at all about the Oscars? I think the no, popular opinion is no. Nobody cares about the Oscars. Would you care more about the Oscars if the i mean i think they have a pretty good set of nominees this year
1: yeah i mean i haven't seen most of them but it seems like the safe maybe not safe but the the choices of at least what the consensus is of what the good movies were mm-hmm. of the year um i've only seen like i told you a marriage story and joker right so i'm 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 being I'm being biased and just going by that but you know what other people have said about those movies and Uh, The only complaints that I've seen is Little Women, which, okay. Uh, And uh, there's another one. A bunch of
0: pedophiles going to see that movie. That's what I hear. Any man who steps foot into that theater wants to rape children. That's what I've heard. That was a (laughs) review from Gene Shalit. I don't think you need to have seen the movies that are nominated in order to have a a good or accurate conversation about the Oscars. Just because I think their ethos and their politics are very political when it comes to deciding which movies uh, walk away with the awards, which actors. Um, You haven't seen The Irishman?
1: I saw half of it in like four installments. And every time I started to watch it, I just fall asleep.
0: Oh, you followed the Twitter Um, miniseries. That, that was released. I don't even know what that is.
1: <laughs> no, I just I, I've tried. It just I just haven't been able to finish it. But I don't even know what 1917 is. Uh, Jojo Rabbit is something about Hitler. That's all I know. Ford Ferrari, is something about a race, right? Sounds like
0: it's a lot like uh, it's a lot like what was that <laughs> movie with Sylvester Stallone from 2001? I wish I knew the title. It'd be a funnier joke turbo or something like that turbo a power rangers movie i think that was somehow related to that extended universe uh why don't we just talk about the nominations here what you think about them what i think about them and uh we can offer predictions if people would actually care about that are you getting any reverb on my end by the way no no there's no echo or anything okay good
1: Good. No, when it was, uh, I mean, I had it a little bit louder in my headphones, and I did hear a little bit, but it's it's gone now. I, at the I, beginning, yeah.
0: Well, I I mentioned this on the last podcast. I just moved into a new place and still pretty empty, so uh, this is not ideal podcasting conditions at the moment. Uh, so, if there is any reverb, to the listeners, my apologies. Uh, we're going to start off with. Um, I don't want to talk about things like best sound editing or. Best original production design or things of that matter. I find that very boring. V- I mean, these things obviously matter quite a bit. They're not boring yeah. if you're doing them, if you have a hand in right. shaping that for a movie, but I don't care about those awards at all. Those people, they're meaningless, you know? I agree. Cinematography, that's another one meaningless.
1: <laughs> right. Well, I'm just a little bit surprised that The Irishman was nominated for Best Visual Effects. I guess it goes with uh, Bohemian Rhapsody uh, being nominated for editing.
0: Again, that, that's not fair. That, that, I was talking about this with Marriage Story <laughs> with Adam Driver and ScarJo overacting Oof. for two minutes straight. And it's like theater kids. But Bohemian Rhapsody's editing otherwise is fine. It's that scene. That one scene is terrible. It's terribly edited. You can tell that there's a bunch of people wearing wigs that couldn't be bothered to show up to the set that day. And they had to fly out the guy that was going to face Bane and they couldn't get Freddie, who's uh, Rami Malik there the same day. So it's a mess. But um, the visual effects in the Irishman are obviously not very good. There was a guy on YouTube who did a slightly better version of that. The only thing that the Irishman had in its favor over the YouTube edit of that was... The guy on YouTube didn't have a good texture to the skin of the actor. So it was a little softer. It was a little more transparently CGI. But there was something about having like an authentic looking 25-year-old, 30-year-old Robert De Niro that just fit better. You know? Did you watch that clip that I s- sent to the group chat? No, I
1: don't think so. The the one with the, the agent? Yeah. No, I don't think so. But um, did they do something with the neck and hands?
0: What are you talking about?
1: Because that... Because that's how you can tell when someone's old. You just look at their neck and their hands, and yeah, not their really decrepit face when, or the wrinkles
0: or the death in their eyes. No.
1: Well, <laughs> well, if you do something like this, uh, where you're the age in their face, the best tell would be to look at their freckly hands or their, you know, their turkey neck, and that's how you can tell if you know they actually put thought into it or if they're just, you know, let's do the face and look at these old, decrepit, yeah. fucking yellow hand, yellow fingernail. Uh, uh, <laughs> wrinkle hand
0: <laughs> like you 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 look young you're 20 years old but then you look at the hands and it's like a, a rotten banana
1: you know or my my hairline you're like wait one second
0: <laughs> yeah uh but um just to summarize what was going on with uh, youtube and the irishman uh, similar to what somebody did with the killing joke the animated movie where mm-hmm. somebody decided to re-illustrate the, the entire trailer using a style that was closer to the graphic novel. That looked really cool. Somebody decided, okay, well, I'm just going to redo parts of The Irishman and make it look better. And they did make it look better for the most part, at least Robert De Niro's parts, where he looked like himself circa, he looked like a chubby version of himself during the Taxi Driver era, so maybe Raging Bull-esque. I don't think it's a surprise that it got a visual effects nomination just because I think The Oscar voters are mostly older, and they're probably easily impressed. I mean, Martin Scorsese was very impressed with the the de aging of that film, and also there's no other movies that relied so heavily on that that came out this year that have that much prestige to them. If they started doing that, then you know you'd see like Transformers, Dark of the Moon get Oscar nominations.
1: Didn't that get? Well, not that one, but other ones for like sound effects and video effects like. I think. Exactly,
0: meaningless categories, which is why we're not talking <laughs> about them.
1: Yeah, fair enough.
0: Were you surprised that any movies in particular didn't get nominated for any of the major categories?
1: Uh, no, not really. What are the? Um, I've been really behind on movies from this year or last year, I guess. Uh, not really interested in most of the things that came out, so I'm very ignorant when it comes to the specs. Uh. Mostly going by by director or screenwriter if I know them, but not not like I said. The the only complaints I've heard or I've seen online is Little Women uh, not being uh, executed. What's her name? Uh, oh, Great Gerwig. Yeah, and uh, there's another movie that a lot of people mention about about Lupita or something. Uh, I don't pay attention. <laughs> I don't know. Well,
0: the but, headlines uh, around the Oscars were exactly what you would expect them to be. And the same was with the BAFTAs when those nominations came out. And I don't, I don't think anyone actually has the energy for it or cares this time around. Like, it was actually a, a, it was a big devastating blow to the Oscars when Selma wasn't nominated in 2015 or 2016, whenever that came out. And when the Oscar So White campaign got started. But now it's just like, nobody fucking cares. You can tell that the, the Academy is not sweating and like grabbing at their collar like they were back then. Yeah,
1: were. Well, those couple of years were the slave movie years, right? Where uh, each of those years there was a slave movie or a movie about slavery that was nominated?
0: Well, 12 Years a Slave won, I think, in 2014 for Best Picture. I, I guess so. <laughs> I guess Selma is not about slavery, but you know what I mean. <laughs> no, but you, you're not. You're not off. It's all civil rights, and it all has to do yeah. with the same general subject matter. So yeah, those movies were pretty big. Also, on that note, uh, we have the lead actress from Harriet, who was nominated for Best Actress this year. Harriet, which was like a gun-toting action flick yeah. that got terrible reviews. Harriet Tubman, yeah. the original gangster.
1: R- Rover Rodriguez's Harriet
0: <laughs> that Tubman? Would, that would be awesome, actually. <laughs> there were some surprises because if you would watch the Golden Globes, then you would have saw that I think his name is Taron Egerton, who played Elton John in Rocketman. He won. Right. He won, but he also was very strategic, and he decided to throw a party for the Hollywood Foreign Press with Elton John performing live at that party and invited all of the voters. And, right. you know, very funny how that movie racked up that movie won how, quite a bit. how
1: many movies do you, how do many movies do you think the academy members have to watch, or do you think they have a specific number that they give them, and do they need to Is there any way that the well, here, sure academic here's how it works
0: here's how it works. If you're in um, any of these guilds, if you're in the academy, you get screeners, you will be mailed screeners, so you might get like eight screeners, you might get 20 screeners. It depends on the year. And then of those, I have a feeling that the Academy really only watches about two or three movies that are nominated and the rest just like right. sound good. And that's how we wind up with the same list of nominees for every single ceremony and why everything is pushed out at the last minute. Cause you know, out of sight, out of mind, whatever's freshest, whatever just came out, yeah. you're going to be thinking of,
1: Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm.
0: which is unfortunate because there's a lot of good movies that came out in 2019 at the start of the year. And then uh, also a lot that came out in the fourth quarter as well. The summer seemed to be pretty pretty dry on that front. It was not like a good blockbuster summer as far as movies go. What was the blockbuster from last year? I mean, uh, Endgame. Endgame, Joker, but Joker came out in October.
1: Yeah. Was Baywatch, Baywatch. Was last year? Did I before? I'm trying to think of the... Quote unquote big movies, or that should have been big summer movies, but I, I can't remember any from Captain
0: Marvel came outside. out in April. I mean, it was really just Disney movies. It was Disney movies yeah. through Marvel and through their remake factory. The Lion King, I think, was this year. Oh, right. It was not an impressive year. Aladdin, those movies didn't get good reviews. Yeah. Not a good year. Lion
1: King is visual effects nominated, too. Yeah.
0: What category do you want to get into first?
1: Let's do Best Makeup and uh, no. Uh, let's see.
0: Aquafina was the other one who was snubbed. Aquafina won Best Actress at the Golden Globe. She did not even get nominated. A stripper movie? No, for for uh, The Farewell <laughs> about her dying grandmother. Which, uh, spoilers here. That movie, the conclusion of that movie is very unsatisfying because the grandmother does not die and it's based on a real grandmother and the grandmother is still alive. I think the grandmother was in the movie and played the grandmother, as a matter of fact. Very disappointed. So disappointing.
1: the movie's about her about her going back home to China to visit to fake a wedding so they can say goodbye to who really fake a wedding it, okay
0: oh well it's not a fake That's wedding it. it's just like it's a it, there's a there's a wedding that is planned around that time but the real reason everybody wants to go is because the grandmother was just diagnosed with cancer so it was more like let's speed this up cuz you know your race is a very tactical people like that they're very strategic
1: It just sounds like nothing I would be interested in watching what do you think of the movie
0: it was actually all right it was a, it was a, it was a decent movie i is it like a good nice nice family story yeah yeah, uh, yeah I, i'm more or less i mean i rented it from the redbox mm-hmm. during like my last week in massachusetts and it it was uh good it was fine but aquafina is not a very compelling Lead. she's not charismatic whatsoever she's got like that gravelly smoker's voice where she sounds like the demon from the exorcist
1: is, is she like a youtuber or what was she? you know
0: what it's very curious how she became famous because she what she did was like she would make cringy rap videos on youtube and then she got like a reputation for being a rapper just because she's a female and asian i think it wasn't even like a cool 88 rising feel like rich brian or joji or that, okay. that, that girl whose name is not coming to mind at the moment. Uh she she bad she baby? I I don't I don't, I don't know. Not the baby. No. Is that, that that's a black guy, isn't it?
1: <laughs> no, no, no. Isn't bad bad baby? That Danielle something Italian? Is that the one you're talking about? Who knows? I don't know. Wait, her name is Nora?
0: Nora? Nora. Aquafina's
1: name is Nora.
0: What's okay. her last name? Nora. No Dox her. Dox that bitch.
1: El- L-U-M.
0: Nora alone yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Nora so she did that, and then she got a job, I think, with BuzzFeed. And then somehow, you know, the, the next thing we noticed was that she was in the Ocean 7 lineup, and everybody's like, who, who is this? Who is this? <laughs> we have so many stars. We have Mindy Kaling, and then who? Okay, and now yeah. she's just a big star. That's how it happens. That's how Timothy Chalamet happened. Except his parents come from old New York money and he can't grow a mustache.
1: What is he doing? He's playing uh uh um, villain. He's right? the king.
0: No, he's he's, no, he's um <laughs> Paul in Dune. Any villain who's doing.
1: Oh, he's playing the villain in that?
0: No, no, he's playing the, the hero, Paul, the Kyle McLaughlin role.
1: Oh, okay.
0: Which I'll I, tell you what, all right, I I don't ahead. I don't think that's necessarily a bad idea. I just don't like him. I think Best Actor right. might be a good start. It's a pretty big category, not the biggest.
1: What is Pain and Glory?
0: Pain and Glory is a, <laughs> uh, a Spanish film that um, came out from. Oh, it's an
1: Amador Almod- movie. Yes, yeah. All right.
0: I was glad to see that Antonio Banderas got in there over Taron Egerton for that movie, even even though I haven't seen either one of them. I saw, Here's what happened: I watched the first ten minutes of Rocket Man, and it's him in rehab wearing a giant costume that's flamboyant and over the top, and then it breaks out into a musical, and I was like, this isn't for me. And I shut it oh. off. Because I thought it might be Is good. It just him?
1: Is it just him cosplaying as, as Elton John?
0: Uh, I, you know, I haven't really analyzed that much footage of Elton John from the 70s, so I can't say that for certain. You know do actually, why, are- don't, why don't we start with Best Supporting <laughs> Actor instead of knocking out right. a big category right away. We're going to do the big four. We're going to do best picture, and we're going to do best director. Tom Hanks in A Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood, where he plays Mr. Rogers. I heard that movie was awful.
1: Yeah, I heard something about not actually being about Mr. Rogers. Mm-hmm. It was no. something uh, a story about a journalist. Um, journalist. Yeah,
0: that's what we need more of, more stories about journalists.
1: Uh, yeah. Uh, did, you
0: didn't see this either, right? No, I didn't see it. The, the whole premise sounds a lot like The End of the Trip, the David Foster Wallace movie that's really about Jesse Eisenberg. Did you ever see that? Okay. Nope. That's not a bad movie. Uh, Tom Hanks. I heard that he was the only good part of that movie. And this feels like a lazy nomination to me. This feels like when you see Gary Oldman or Mer- Denzel Washington shoehorned in there for like a C grade movie that nobody really.
1: Meryl. Mer- yeah. The Meryl Streep nomination. Yes. Uh, yes. Yes. Makes- $60 million. So I'm assuming that most people thought that this was going to be a Mr. Rogers movie. But what was the budget? <laughs> That's why. 25
0: Oh, then it's a hit.
1: Yeah. But I don't think... I mean, at least the, the only thing I knew about it was that it was a you know, Mr. Rogers movie. I think that if they sold it as... This is a story about a journalist that was trying to uncover him. I, I don't know if they... they trying to expose 20. him.
0: It's about yeah, his cancellation, his military service. Uh, did you watch the Mr. Rogers documentary? Mm-mm. I watched that, uh, the HBO special recently. It was really good. We have Anthony Hopkins for The Two Popes. This is one that I haven't heard much about. I don't think it's going to win anything. But I haven't... That also
1: feels a little lazy.
0: Uh, yeah, yeah. I, but I mean, I feel like this movie is much more high profile. It was at least released during Oscar season, as opposed to A Beautiful right. Day in the Neighborhood, which I think got a summer release. Okay. Then we have Al Pacino and Joe Pesci for The Irishman. <laughs> Al Pacino is a legacy nomination here. It's because he hasn't had a good movie in a while. Joe Pesci uh, probably deserves to win, in my opinion. Right? It's his he, he plays so against what we've come to expect of his type, but it's probably more like his mm. real personality, where he's just a quiet, reserved guy. He's great in this movie.
1: Also, we haven't seen that in so long that it feels new. Mm-hmm somehow um i this all of these nominations seem very lazy. you know they are all huge actors with huge names which uh which is why I started questioning how many movies these people watch because uh I find it really hard to believe that there's not one unknown or maybe b list actor that did a good enough supporting uh performance to get in this and it just feels like you know Brad Pitt because yeah, of course. So he's gonna get nominated. Pacino too, and Anthony Hopkins too, and same with Tom Hanks.
0: Mm-hmm. And uh, I feel like Best Supporting Actor is usually a fun category. That's where you get like all mm-hmm. the, the really like the best roles. That's where you get Robert Downey Jr. in *Tropic Thunder* or Heath Ledger yep. in *The Dark Knight*. And that's not really the case this year. It's it's pretty low key overall. And then uh, you just said it a, a second ago: Brad Pitt in *Once Upon a Time in Hollywood*, which is maybe Brad Pitt's best performance of his career. I think he, uh, he he must be the front runner. I'd like to see Joe Pesci win it, just because I don't think Joe Pesci has any interest in returning to acting. Right, and I think that Brad Pitt probably has a good twenty five, thirty years left in him.
1: And and yeah, this is the the category that it used to be for character actors, and you know the the weirdo or the creep or the you know this just feels like a listers taking over that. And then you look at the Best Actor, and it's that's where you get you get Jonathan Price, What? Okay, maybe I'm jumping forward, but I don't know. I guess I, I find it a little bit weird that the supporting actor is such a list of you know a listers yeah. instead of yeah, just the, the odd one or the you know someone playing a creep or someone playing a weirdo or someone playing an you know an unconventional character. I guess
0: no, I I completely agree with you, and it, it, it's not underwhelming necessarily, but it just feels like an extension of the Best Actor list. Yeah. So, why don't we get into Best Supporting Actress. We have Kathy Bates for Richard Jewell. Laura Dern for Marriage Story, who's going to win. This is a, a slam dunk for her. She's definitely got this. Scarlett Johansson for Jojo Rabbit. I was kind of surprised by this. She's got a double nomination this year. She's she's in the movie, but she's not in the movie a lot, and she's fine. You know, I think they just like the idea of giving her two, and that's mm-hmm. why uh, she's in here. Florence Pug. You got
1: love. 11- you got to level up the fact that there's no females in the best director thing with you know all of this I guess
0: Florence Pug for Little Women and Margot Robbie for Bombshell which I think is uh, rotten (laughs) right now
1: did you just
0: say Florence Pug yes that's her name
1: okay is that how you pronounce that name I I don't know who cares she's not winning she's going back to obscurity
0: after this I don't even know what she is let's see uh, Google her. I hope she has creepy little pug dog eyes, little beady eyes, and she got mocked as a child on the schoolyard for that.
1: Oh no! Is the girl from uh, Midsummer?
0: Oh, uh, that 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 girl, the whiny one. Yeah, that girl. Mm-hmm. She. Here's the thing about that performance in Midsummer. Midsummer's a good movie. As I rewatched it, she grated on my nerves more and more because yeah. of her incessant crying. That movie yeah. loses its durability its rewatch value because of her crying you're supposed to feel bad for her Uh, yeah on the the third viewing i'm like i'm glad your parents are dead you bitch
1: (laughs) yes he did fuck that weird ginger you start to
0: understand where the boyfriend is coming from one of the most despicable (laughs) boyfriends in film history you start to empathize with him a little bit
1: what is this bombshell thing
0: that's about fox news for some reason the other media conglomerates have been staging a scripted attack on Fox News. So Showtime, Showtime had, I, I forget the name of the show, but they they dressed up Russell Crowe as Roger Ailes in that Dick Cheney-style makeup. And then Bombshell came out through Margot Robbie's company, and that has, I think, like Adam McKay or one of those guys involved. Oh, no, 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 sorry. It's the director of Austin Powers. I'm so glad that Todd Phillips avoided this route of like, hey, I'm <laughs> yeah. a 90s comedy director, and now I'm going to get political. And it's just like Democratic Party propaganda. Bombshells well, this, about Fox News. I think it's also the, the Roger Ailes story. And you have is, yeah. Margot Robbie, Charlie Theron, and Nicole Kidman playing news anchors for Fox News. Cool. Is it? Who's seeing that? Who is seeing I, that except like the dad from Get Out?
1: I wonder what... Uh, I guess the salaries would um, raise the budget because is a $32 million movie. And that doesn't sound like it would sound like it would take thirty two dollars to make that type of movie. That's the budget. How much Apparently did it make? The box office was twenty nine
0: point five. Ooh, that's a big flop. Yeah, I mean, I I think it's just the actors uh pocketing that money. If you want Charlize Theron, if you want Margot Robbie, even though it's her company,
1: I don't know. I like Charlize. I think she's great, but I wouldn't go see a movie just no. because of her. No. And and Nicole Kidman, uh, it's been like twenty years since I haven't cared about something she's done. So, and I bet it doesn't look great. <laughs> Who's the? Is that the only nomination that the movie got?
0: Uh, no, I, I'm pretty sure Charlize Theron oh, Charlize. got nominated mm-hmm. as well. So we'll get into that now. Yeah. Because again, there's no discussion to be had about this. Well, who who do you think is going to win for best supporting actor? Do you think it's going to go to Brad?
1: Uh, p- probably. Yeah. Either they do that or they give it to one of the older Pet Petchy or uh, Anthony Hopkins maybe, just because of his career. I don't think I it'll don't be I don't think it'll difficult. be Hopkins,
0: but I mean he hasn't really done anything impressive lately yeah. either. I mean he was in the Thor movies, right? That was the last thing he yeah. did. Uh
1: you, so you think Petchy or Brad Pitt?
0: I think yeah, I think it's between those two. I hope it's Pet I feel like and I might be wrong about this. But I feel like, and I said this on the last show too, if there was any year where there was going to be a big disparity between the Golden Globe results and the Academy Award results, I think this would be it just because there's a lot of heavy hitters that are nominated. Mm -hmm. And I think you could see any number of variables where they differentiate from what the outcome was only a week ago uh, with the Hollywood Foreign Press. So I think I, I would still probably give it to Brad they like to do that with Quentin Tarantino movies. They don't like to give Quentin yeah. Best Picture, Best Director. They'll give him Best Screenplay and Best Supporting Actor. So yeah. Christoph Waltz will get it twice. He'll get the Screenplay Award. That'll probably be the same deal this year, is my thinking. Which is unfortunate because I, I, I'm personally hoping that Quentin does win Best Director. It's it, it's long overdue, and that movie's great. Is, so
1: is that your choice for the well?
0: Well, we, we'll get into way. it. We'll get into that yeah, when. That's right. <laughs> When we discuss that category, we'll leave that one in best picture for last. So actress in a leading role, Cynthia. So, wait
1: for the, for the supporting. So you're saying Laura Dern, right?
0: It's, it's definitely Laura Dern. That's the only true lock in my opinion. I think Joaquin Phoenix might be the other lock, but we'll see about that. I mean,
1: it's the only one that I've seen and she was annoying as fuck in that movie. So I agree. Yeah. I think that was the goal of that character. So mm-hmm. she was very good
0: at it. Cynthia Erivo for Harriet. That's the Harriet Tubman biopic. Scarlett Johansson for Marriage Story. Saoirse Ronan for Little Women. She's the most boring actress. She's so bland.
1: (laughs) Yeah, she doesn't emote very much. It it seems like she's making the same face, uh, reacting to everything.
0: You could replace her in any movie with a stick of drywall, and it would be the same movie. Big Eyes,
1: that's it. Yep, That's all you
0: need. Renee Zellweger for Judy, and Charlize Theron for Bombshell. I am gonna say Renee Zellweger walks away with the Oscar for Judy here. You saw it? I did not see it, but she won at the Golden Globes. She hasn't been around in a while. She's not gonna do anything after that. It's gonna be the Patricia Arquette winning for Boyhood thing, where she's gonna go do right. a CSI spinoff probably next fall. You know.
1: Also, Judy Garland is beloved by Hollywood, so I guess
0: it's an yeah NCAA. that plays into it too. It's a good yeah. They love to pat themselves on the back when they can. That's why Argo won. That's why Birdman won. Both of those are good movies. I'm not saying they didn't deserve to win, but the typical Hollywood politics of the Oscars would, would usually go in the same direction as whatever the Golden Globes did. And I think uh, the year Birdman won, it was for Boyhood. And I was so glad Boyhood didn't win because that is a boring movie.
1: Yeah. I'm trying to remember which movies Argo was against. That was that
0: 2012. Year. Argo, I think, was against Lincoln, and Lincoln was expected to win. I I might be wrong about that. I feel like Lincoln was expected to win. No, did Lincoln? Did Lincoln
1: win? Uh, oh, let me see. She wins. <laughs> I'm looking for it right now. Uh, this picture: Argo, Be Amour, Beast of the Southern Wild, Django Unchained, Le Misérable, Life of Pi, Lincoln. Silver Linens Playbook, and Zero Deck 30.
0: Okay, so I was right. It did beat Lincoln. Yeah. And again, yeah. another boring movie. I paid to see that in the theater. I don't know why I did that. you're a patriot. I'm a, I'm a true patriot.
1: <laughs> it's, th- it's three hours, right? I still haven't seen that. Argo?
0: Yeah. Or no, Lincoln?
1: Uh, Lincoln. No
0: one's going to see Lincoln. No one talks about Lincoln. It's another one of those uh, dad films that Spielberg is doing. Just like Bridge of Spies, nobody's going to watch that.
1: Oh, God. Even my dad thought that was boring.
0: When Spielberg eventually dies, that's going to be one of the movies that nobody even thinks about. You're going to go to Jaws. You're going to go to E.T. His heyday is over. I mean, Ready Player One was was actually pretty good. I was surprised by that.
1: Do you think uh, when his Me Too stuff comes out, what do you think is going to happen to his legacy? Uh,
0: Oh, I mean, Bill Cosby (laughs) was... uh, Bill Cosby was the big family man. He was one of the best comedians of all time. And uh, the Cosby show was iconic. And then we saw what happened with that. So if if there were to be, of course, Me Too allegations hurled at Steven Spielberg about Heather O'Rourke of Poltergeist, then I think it would probably be something like that, if not worse. But uh, will it matter?
1: Yeah. Do you think anyone would care if he, let's say he dies and then that comes out? Anyone would stop watching you know the movies made
0: yeah I I mean I, I think that Woody Allen is uh, I mean here's the thing Steven Spielberg is so baked into the industry though like he right. is so responsible for so many people's careers it's, it's insane like if there was one one person you could point to that you could say is just like pure Hollywood and movie making that's alive it would be that guy so it would it would destroy so much, but would it affect people watching his movies? Probably not on the whole, probably not. a lot of people probably wouldn't even hear about it.
1: yeah, but you'll hear it on the coasts, and that's
0: it I, I I know plenty of people, most people in my life have no idea who Harvey Weinstein is i I don't think these things matter. yeah not that they don't matter, but like the, these these <laughs> these subjects as news pieces typically no, no, don't matter.
1: It's okay,'t do matter, it's fine, so best actor
0: well, you didn't do you have a a preference for for these these lovely ladies who were nominated for best actress? Do you think anyone in particular is a big front runner
1: um I think uh Cynthia Erivo is gonna get it because I don't see any other uh person of color that's been nominated for anything else, so they need that one right
0: that would actually be great that would to- non ironically be great if she won that award, yeah. The big year, and- yeah, Renee Zellweger's did- comeback year. She, she's <laughs> she's only done forget. two Bridget Jones films in the past twenty <laughs> years, and then Harriet, gun-toting Harriet, comes and swoops it up. I would I would actually love that.
1: Yeah, let's do it. Yeah, <laughs> Academy. Yeah, why not?
0: Okay, so actor in a leading role, we have Antonio Banderas for *Painting Glory*, Leonardo DiCaprio for *Once Upon a Time in Hollywood*. Adam Driver for Marriage Story. A lot of people think that he is the uh, runner-up here, that he might somehow pull it off. Joaquin Phoenix for Joker and Jonathan Price for The Two Popes. Do you think it's Joaquin?
1: I don't think Adam Driver was very good in the movie. Uh, it, he lost me in a lot of scenes where he would just whine, and I felt like, and, and I understand that that's a, a thing that the director does with his realism or whatever the fuck you want to call it, but... It just goes on for so long where, you know, two minutes in, you're ready for them to move on into something and they just keep going on and on. It just, I just wasn't interested in his performance. I, I, I don't know if I would say that he was bad. I just I lost interest really quickly just because of the type of movie it was. Um, but that scene, that famous two-minute scene, was really uncomfortable and to sit through. Especially after watching, you know, a, an hour, I think. About an hour goes by before that happens, and it's just, it's just endless. Would just your opinion like change pervert?
0: on his performance, especially in that scene, if you were to learn that they didn't loosen the bit of the wall before he punched it, and he did that naturally, improvised?
1: N- no, because that felt so forced
0: it fell into the wall he broke the wall
1: (laughs) no it just this wasn't a a, um a dicaprio um cutting his finger on a glass it was exactly that it was master class acting from adam no it stunk this was terrible this was terrible and i still don't understand why it's getting so many accolades to me it's just it just felt like theater kid acting and i yeah if i I don't see any anyone else getting it besides uh joaquin uh again I haven't seen any of the other movies so my opinion is uh biased but um Jonathan price is he someone big because i'm
0: no he's not he I mean I don't i he just looks like the current pope and that's why he was cast in that movie
1: well he's done a lot but it feels like a lot of TV movies and a lot of independent stuff. I guess.
0: Did he play um, Alfred on the Birds of Prey CW TV series from 2002? No. Oh, so just another old old guy with white hair.
1: Yeah, with reddish. a big head. Okay. It's weird that the that we get the odd actor in the you know best actor category instead of the supporting actor. You yeah. know. Yeah, I guess so. It's the unknown guy. <clears throat>
0: It is a Unknown more interesting. Least, yeah. It's a more interesting pool here. I I do think that Joaquin Phoenix is going to win for Joker, but I don't think it's a lock. If you want to take a look at a popular blockbuster movie with a great performance that seems like a shoe-in, this guy is going to get the award. It's it's over. Take a look at the year that Bridge of Spies was released. I think this was uh, maybe the same year as Birdman, maybe the year after. Actually, I think it was 2015 because Mad Max was out that year and it got a Best Picture nomination. Mark Strong, I believe, was the actor. Um, I, I I might have his name wrong. Won for Bridge of Spies out of nowhere and beat out Sylvester Stallone for Creed, which was like his big legacy performance. Are you looking it up right now? Yeah. I think I have the name wrong. I think Mark Strong is actually the guy from uh, Kick-Ass and from Kingsman. He's the bald guy. Okay, yeah, no, no, no. Mark Rylance won for Bridge of Spies when they were Set to give it to Sylvester Stallone as the big legacy award nomination for Creed. It was going to be a lock. It could be the same this Let's year.
1: See, uh, yeah, he beat Tom Hardy, The Revenant, uh, Christian Bale in the Big Short, and Mark Ruffalo in Spotlight. And Stallone, yeah, yeah. Um, I don't. Um, yeah, I guess. I, I don't really see this one as as clear as the Joker one, though. Because I mean, maybe yeah, Creed was a big bigger movie, but I would
0: no, I joke, I would Joker pick, was a much bigger movie, absolutely. No, is. no, no.
1: I mean, I mean, in this group of of uh, One Bridge of Spies one, uh, if you if you put you know, Revenant spotlight, I guess Revenant was bigger.
0: And I, honestly, out of all of those performances, Tom Hardy probably should have won for The Revenant. Yeah. He was better yeah, than was Leo there. in that movie. But I don't think it's out of the realm of possibility. They they do like to do shit like this. The, the other one that I am still bitter about to this day <laughs> is the fact that they gave Best Actor to Sean Penn for Milk over Mickey yeah. Rourke for The Wrestler just because if a guy's too weird or he's too non-Hollywood or he's doing his own thing then they don't like that. They think, it's, they think it's unprofessional or something. If you have a guy like Mickey Rourke whose face is all messed up and he's got tattoos mm-hmm. and he left the business because he was talking shit about people and he couldn't get good work and he's, and he's got these little dogs and he comes back with the wrestler, they don't want to reward that. Just like yeah. they didn't give it to Michael Keaton for Birdman. They said, no, 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 no. It's not enough that you had one good movie. You have to come <laughs> back and integrate and be a real actor again. And Michael Keaton stuck around and Mickey Rourke did not. So they gave it to what Sean Penn and they gave it to who is Timothy Chalamet 1.0, that, that Irish creep who played Stephen Hawking. Oh, uh, uh Fantastic oh. Beast and where to find him. He killed his yeah, career. Yeah, yeah. He killed his career by doing the Danish girl. Because he played, he did the same type of movie and he went from handicapped to trans. And everybody lost interest in him. He won. Nobody cares about him. Nobody talks about him. He's irrelevant. I'm trying to find him. Nah, let him stay lost. Nobody needs to know his name. (laughs) Sean Penn, what has he done? He wrote some letter to like Vanity Fair about the wilderness or something. People were mocking him. Good. (laughs) Good. (laughs) I I guess I'm I'm a little bit more upset that...
1: I mean, of course, the Academy was never going to do it, but they gave Spotlight the... Best motion picture. Terrible.
0: Art. Terrible. Of movie. Mad,
1: Mad Max or Revenant.
0: It's, yeah. I, but that's what they do. And actually, I'll tell you what, it's probably good, even though it's unsatisfying, it's probably good that it stays that way, that they have that method where they give the most benign movie the best picture award. Because I'll tell you what, Moonlight winning Best Picture inadvertently changed my opinion of Moonlight as a movie, and I didn't want it to, but that's just how I see it now because the culture surrounding the movie has changed. Same with Birdman. Birdman wins Best Picture. Suddenly it's not a cool indie flick that was right. filmed in a particular fashion. It's now an Oscar winner for Best Picture, and a lot of people are aping that style. We have one in the race this year with 1917 who does the whole faked one-take method, right. and that seems to be, if we go off the Golden Gloves, that seems to be the one that's probably going to win Best Picture this year which might be better served for the longevity and legacy of things like Joker or even The Irishman, which I don't think is going to hold up that well, or any of the other movies that are nominated. But, I mean, we'll we'll see. Uh, Just to circle back, though, I do think that Joaquin Phoenix is going to get the win for Joker. If there's any justice at all, he will. I, I, I don't know. I just don't think it's out of the realm of possibility that they throw it to Leonardo DiCaprio or... Hell, Jonathan Price. If you want something like a Mark Rylance victory, that would be pretty similar.
1: I mean, they, uh, I guess they do need that one, right? The out of the box, the who the fuck pick.
0: Could be Adam Driver. A lot, again, a lot of people think that Adam Driver might swoop in and win, but we didn't see, I don't think Marriage but Story I, I, won anything at the Golden Globes.
1: Was it even nominated?
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah no. I it, it did well with the nominations. It, it did well with the nominations, but it, it didn't. Uh, walk away a big winner at all aside from Laura Dern how come uh, How come uh, there's
1: uh, nominations to Parasite on Best Picture and Best Director but not actors in
0: any way that, well that's because they probably can't pronounce the actors names they don't want a John Travolta okay. Dina Menzel situation
1: <laughs> that's a little that's a little bit weird most of them let's see Marriage Story yeah Little Woman Joker Jojo Rabbit, they all have at least one nomination as actor. Even nineteen seventeen, right? No, nineteen seventeen doesn't. But all of the others do. And Parasite is just great directing, great picture, but what about the acting? I guess there's no I guess it's asking for too much for them to to, to have them as best picture and best director already. Uh so that would be pushing it, I guess. To force people to actually watch the movie.
0: Maybe. Why don't we get into director now? We have a pretty good field here, but again, I think the least interesting choice is probably going to win Best Director. We have Martin Scorsese for The Irishman, Quentin Tarantino for Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, Bong Joon-ho for Parasite, who I think might be the first South Korean director to be nominated for Best Director at the Oscars, Mm -hmm. Sam Mendes for 1917, and Todd Phillips uh, for... Old school, I believe, uh, is the the choice here. For Joker. For uh, the Hangover 3. People can't get over the fact that he did the Hangover series. He did Old School. He did Road Trip. I'll tell you what, most of those movies, most of those movies, they're pretty good.
1: They're great. For the time, I'm sure they don't hold up great, but if you watched them when they came out, you had a pretty good laugh and a good time for an hour and a half. Which is what it won for a movie, I guess. I'll
0: tell you what. I didn't like The Hangover, and I didn't like The Hangover 3, but I did like The Hangover Part 2. That was a pretty decent one. Because it was the same same movie as the the first Hangover film, but it was in Thailand, so it was better shot, and it had more interesting scenery.
1: Oh, I I thought the third one was Thailand.
0: No, 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 no. The third one is where they got all... This is where Todd Phillips decided, (laughs) I'm going to be a serious director. And he tried to, like make the hangover serious where like people are dying and there's real violence and like Leslie Chow, what's what's his name? Uh, Ken Jeong. He's like, he's like a ruthless sociopath in it. I think they kill off the irrelevant fourth guy. It gets really weird. Shit. Really? Yeah. I don't think I saw that. The hangover part three is not very funny. It's like (laughs) a real crime thriller. (laughs) It's like heat, you know,
1: with this three goofy fucking losers. As, at the helm, I guess. Yeah, there's
0: like a scene from The Deer Hunter where Zach Galifianakis and Bradley Cooper are doing Russian roulette. It's it's wild. So the Hangover yeah. Part Three, I, I wasn't <laughs> I wasn't big on that one. Uh, most critics weren't. That's where like everybody fell out of fell out of love with that series. They tolerated the Hangover Part Two, but I think most people agreed this movie sucks.
1: Well, I just think it's I, I don't want him to win because. Um, for that same thing that you said a couple of minutes ago regarding, you know, being a a, a Oscar winner. um, Now that I think about it, if Mad Max was an Oscar winner as a best picture, I think it would remove a lot of the cool underground ish factor, even though it's not really an underground movie. Mad Max
0: is the most underground film. But, but
1: you know, but you know what I mean? (laughs) You know what I mean? Like the story of it and where it, where it came from and it's the same director did the original. So uh, you don't really see that a lot and I, I I agree with the fact that if it was a winner, it would take some of that off it. So now you got me thinking about, you know, if I want Joker to win all of them, which is kind of what what I wanted, just to see everyone fucking losing their shit, if it should just not
0: win the major here, ones, just to know Here's the thing though. Jokers J- Joker's completely separate of, of this conversation, in my opinion. Because I think if Joker wins, then that's like Trump winning, and it will cause a, a volatile reaction among them. I mean, Joker getting the most nominations, getting nominated for Best Picture, like people can palate Joaquin Phoenix being nominated. They'll give it that. They'll say, all right, yeah, he was good in a bad movie. But yeah. to accept that Joker's a good movie, to accept yeah, that Todd Phillips one. did a good job as a director, they don't <laughs> like that. They, film Twitter cannot handle that. Like they, they have been raging the past 48 hours because it has racked up the most nominations of any film so i mean this movie already won the golden lion it's got the the most amount of bafta nominations as well i think if joker wins best picture i don't think that affects the legacy of it i actually think i put out a joke tweet the other day that joker is the new godfather Mm -hmm. Um, but I, I actually think it would be something to that effect where Godfather wins Best Picture or, or Godfather 2 wins Best Picture uh, because of the type of movie it is. It's, a, it's, a, it's an unusual type of movie to win Best Picture, certainly. Aside from being a comic book film, when was the last time you heard of a crime movie, a violent, like dark movie like that winning Best Picture? Yeah. We had Green Book. We had Moonlight. We had uh, 12 Years a Slave. I just named three dark pictures right there. <laughs> uh, Argo yeah. you know these are not traditionally those types of movies I, we haven't had that kind of win in a long time so I don't think it would change anything I, if anything I actually think it would build on the legacy of Joker
1: I'm, I'm a hmm. well it, it's probably gonna start already that um, that uh, trend of greedy superheroes once again that I thought were passed after Nolan uh, you know, how everyone tried to do it again, and it didn't work, and then it's been brought back with this one um I think we've talked about this before, but do you think that this is gonna be like the the way forward for at least those type of movies or
0: uh, for dc c they're gonna keep this
1: yeah, do you think they're gonna keep this in the, as its own universe because I mean they're already working on the second one apparently oh um, no, no, no,
0: no, no, hold on we gotta we gotta i mean they shut that down immediately, but I don't believe that here's the thing. There was the leak, obviously. We shared the news article a few weeks, months ago. I, I mean, maybe a month ago, where they were talking about Joker 2 is officially confirmed. But that was from, like, we got this com, which is the most unreliable site in the world. They said that Matthew McConaughey was two-faced. They said all this. They, they make shit up. So um, Todd Phillips and Joaquin Phoenix said, no, 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 no. No, that's not true. That's not happening. We're not doing a Joker 2. That's it. Okay. Okay. However, I think they're lying because they don't want it to impair their ability to garner awards because I think people will be less likely to vote for it if they go, oh, well, this was just a franchise movie. They're going to do more of these. I'm not voting for this. I I think it's for that reason. There are more plans to do similar films to Joker. I don't know if it's going to be in the Joker universe, but they want to do the one-off films. There was a fake report about them doing a Lex Luthor movie, which is basically Trump the movie. Right. I don't think they're going to do that. I think that would be a big mistake.
1: Yeah. Especially since he's going to win the next election.
0: Yeah. Well, we'll see. <laughs> um, so I, I, I think they're going to do similar films where it's a one-off. You might have... I mean, they had to be thinking about the idea of Elseworld movies for a while because they had the idea of doing a, a Michael B. Jordan Superman film. They wanted to do Superman Red Son, where they brought in uh, Jordan Vogt-Roberts to do a pitch for that. And thank God he didn't get that because he's a terrible director with a disgusting beard. Can't imagine how that smells. Fucking gross. You,
1: <laughs> you still don't like Kong King Island? Or whatever Kong it's King. King? I,
0: I was just looking at Twitter right now. And uh, I shouldn't have been doing that during the podcast. But Island. there was this terrible photo. Do you see him? Do you see him yeah. in this photo? That yeah. face? And he's with Adam Wingard. Rest in peace. Yep. His career after Godzilla vs Kong comes out because these Godzilla movies aren't getting any better. Let me tell you, I saw King of the Monsters. It was it was it was okay. It was a King I Kong. It was a Godzilla movie. movie. Yeah. You know, but uh, I, I Is earnestly it better
1: than the first one. I, I
0: that would just go in the face of me saying these movies aren't getting any better. But it was better right. than the first one, to be honest with okay. you. It was. I, didn't like I that mean, the one. opening twenty thirty minutes of the original Godzilla with. Brian Cranston is good. Everything after that, terrible, unwatchable. Yeah, yeah. Anyhow, Todd Phillips, Joker. Uh, Todd Phillips said he wants to see a Batman movie take place in his Joker universe, but he doesn't want anything to do with it. He doesn't want to direct it or write it or anything. He just wants somebody else to do that. So I think this is definitely what is going to happen with the DC films. I think it's a good idea as opposed to trying to ape Marvel. Andy Muschietti is doing the Flash movie where it's going to be Flashpoint. And I think that's going to retcon a lot of things and how you're going to get the Robert Pattinson Batman movie. Uh, I, I guess Jeffrey Dean Morgan is going to be in that as Batman, Thomas Wayne Batman from the Zack Snyder universe. Okay, wait, so, who? Jeffrey Dean Morgan, the... Uh, oh, right, right, right. yeah, yeah, yeah Nagin yeah, yeah. from
1: Walking Dead. So you got the director of It and Mama doing Flashpoint. Is it with the same people, the same actor? What's his name?
0: Ezra Miller. He is, okay. I think, writing the script as well. Because he's the only one who has hung on to that movie. But I think they have intentions of recasting the Iris West role, which was originally Kersey Clemens, and she shot Justice League movie, the Snyder cut of that, that were cut out.
1: Right. I like this. I like this approach of... Uh, having a big mess,
0: just not making sense at all. No linear nature.
1: I mean, they they're already had a mess when they're trying to do, make it linear, so having their own little universe where they... You know, you, when you have these characters in the universe where they fit, um, f- feels better to me than trying to do or trying to force it. Like what Nolan ended up doing at the end with with Bane, where the character it was a good character, but it wasn't entirely or that close to the real or the comic book character. So, and and it was mostly because he had to fit into the universe that was created already. Uh, so, I like the fact that they're giving and they're they're giving it to. I guess unconventional directors or, convention, or directors that have been doing not the, the type of movie that I guess you would um, link to this, like this guy with his horror movies. Um, so I guess it's interesting to see. It would be interesting to see a, a horror movie director doing a, a DC movie and see what they do since it's something that's been rumored before, but we still haven't gotten it. What about, uh, what about that horror uh, X-Men movie? Is that ever coming out? Do you remember
0: the New Mutants is coming out this year. Allegedly. Oh, is it?
1: Finally? Well, here's right. the
0: deal. That got shot in, what, 2017? And then they held on to it because they were like, well, do we really want to do a one-off? Because this, this this, this, was essentially like Joker, where it's like, we're going to do yeah. our own thing here. It's going to be a horror movie. And then Josh Boone, who's a very competent director. He's a good director. He did The Fault in Our Stars, which is a terrible book, but a pretty good movie with Ansel Algort and Shailene Woodley, yeah. who got arrested for... Smoking weed and tying herself to a tree, and now nobody wants to work with her. Uh, he did that movie, and then he was supposed <laughs> to do The Stand or some Stephen King film. Anyway, so he did this movie back in 2017, commissioned by Fox. Finished it, then Fox was like, "Well, maybe we want to, maybe we want to fit this into the X Men universe and not just have it as a peripheral thing." So then he had to go do reshoots, and then they there, were so like. The yeah, they they were like, ah, we, well, I don't, I don't know if we can really do anything with this just yet. Why don't we just let it sit for a minute while we figure out what the plan is here? And then during that time, Disney bought it, and Disney doesn't want anything that's R rated, so they they said, all right, well, maybe we just won't ever release this. And now, finally, in 2020, this movie is going to come out, heavily edited by uh, both Fox originally, reshot by Josh Boone, so it's not a horror movie anymore. And Disney is releasing it, and it's got all X-Men elements removed.
1: So everything that could have been interesting about it has been removed? Uh,
0: potentially. I don't know. I haven't seen the film. I don't know much about it, but I would venture to say don't expect it to have any connections to Marvel. But By the way, did you see the Morbius trailer? Sony's really, like, going for it when it comes to fucking with Marvel and Disney.
1: It, it looks like like the Blade movies from the early 2000s.
0: No 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 the, the the at least the first blade movie was good. I like that first blade movie. It's <laughs> but, it's but it very
1: has, 90s. But it has that that look of uh 10 20 years ago. I I saw uh like 30 seconds of the trailer and I didn't really know what it was uh, until one of my friends told me but the, it's a you know that Spider-Man character but I I just what the fuck are they doing with with this thing? Are they just building the Sinister Six thing that they wanted to do before, but with their own different movie? Or is there an idea? Or are they just trying to get a hit?
0: I don't know. I have no idea. But I'll tell you what. I like Sony and what they've been doing a lot more than what Marvel has been doing with the Spider-Man character. So I don't care. They can do whatever they want. If they make their money back, cool. But it's interesting now because we, there was all this talk with Venom where it's like, ah, you know, I don't think we can really use Spider-Man in this movie. And we didn't see anything that was Spider-Man related in Venom. But then you take a look at this Morbius trailer with Jared Leto, playing, "Oh, I'm a cripple, but I'm so handsome, and I can actually, I have great posture for a cripple." And he's got like the the crutches that that guy and there's something about Mary had when he was faking being a cripple, the guy from <laughs> mouse hunt.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm in great shape. Look at my leg muscles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Though I can't move them. Yeah. <laughs>
0: But then in this trailer, we not only see Spider Man on a poster, but we get Michael Keaton at the end of the trailer playing his his vulture character from the the first uh, Disney Spider Man movie. Yeah. it's very, it's confusing. So I, I I don't know. I don't know what the deal is here. This is the first one that's really like this, transparently, where it's outside of it but still involved in it. Maybe Why are it was they still made
1: using Jared Leto for these type of movies.
0: <sighs> you know he was okay in Blade Runner. I watched Blade Runner. He does his part well in that. Doesn't really require much of him. But we didn't even uh, talk about who we want to see win Best Director and who we think will win.
1: Sam Mendes? <laughs> that's, I think that's a safe pick, I think. I don't think they're going to give it to Tarantino because he's a creep. I don't know if they will give it to Scorsese. Uh, he's, I guess he's oh, Hold on, hold on, when... hold on.
0: You don't think they're going to give it to Tarantino because he's a creep? Hmm?
1: Yeah, I don't think the academy likes him enough to give him a du- best director still, even though, you know, he's made so many great movies. I really doubt that they'll give him this. you think I don't know if they I don't know if they want him uh, or want to see him win that award.
0: It's weird that he hasn't gotten one yet. But do you yeah. think that them nominating Joker for 11 Academy Awards? is a statement, or do you think it's just pure coincidence? What do you mean, statement? Do you think people voted for that with some kind of rebellion in mind?
1: Hmm. As uh, to the protests?
0: No, just in general, because I feel like like Joker... um, No, I don't think that's on anybody's mind, really. I mean, do you think Joker is kind of like the rebellious movie? No. Not at all. I, I don't understand the narrative around it. I think uh,
1: the media created their own narrative and then they were upset about the narrative that they created themselves because this is just a regular movie. I still don't understand what people think that it was, this would uh, um, influence anyone or, or you know, it's, he's clearly not OK in the head. And, you know, I, 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 no, I know. completely I,
0: agree with you. I, I, I completely agree with you. But my perspective and your perspective on what Joker is or isn't yeah. isn't maybe what the perspective is of somebody who works in the industry and tries to get that kind of movie made and can't. Because let's just talk about let's let's remove all the elements of of uh, you know the Joker's nefarious nature and and the the crime aspects and everything controversial or the fact that it doesn't really seem to care much about um, uh, doing things like uh, you know people talked about oh, why is the Joker always getting shut down by women and people of color? Like, it didn't have the foresight for that kind of thing where you're, you're looking to consciously avoid those matters. Right. Like a Marvel film would. Somebody would step yeah, in and yeah. go, this isn't kosher, guys. Yeah. Even if it's very light. And obviously, this is all nonsense. But this is, these are things that people actually think about and are hired to think about. Like, the Bechtel test exists for, for a reason. So um, let, let's remove all that. Just a movie that was made on a budget of i think 50 million dollars which is considerably low by hollywood standards for for a blockbuster making that much money and really boasting itself on the most minimalist means where you have a superhero movie you have a crime movie where the the crux of it is just the joker shooting one guy in the head right and that's it
1: well, let me, let me correct you there a little bit. The budget was from fifty five to seventy million, so it was pretty pretty large. Seventy
0: million is seventy million is big, but it's not big for a comic book movie.
1: Right, right, and it, but it did not make a billion dollars or over a billion. So it was
0: low risk. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. I I mean, it's it's also a, a like you said an unconventional pick. Uh, when was the last time that a violin, quote unquote, violin movie that described a an anti-hero in this way was celebrated to the point of getting the most nominations. Probably Godfather. Submit. Probably. Yeah. So maybe your theory is correct. Maybe this is like a rebellion or that they, but do, I don't know. I, I, I find it hard to believe that they would put that much thought into it, you know, that they would just pick them as a, just rebelling against whatever the, the journalists or the people that are talking shit about the Academy
0: but it doesn't I, I, have uh, well, I think it's two things. I think you're right. I think a lot of people just enjoyed the movie, yeah.
1: a lot of people
0: did. Um, clearly, it, I mean, it, it kept going even after its first two weeks. I think it, it maintained number one at the box office, and then it came back to number one after whatever big blockbuster w- was released. I, I think this is a very enjoyable film in general, and we don't mm-hmm. see too many movies that are like this that are made this way that often. But I also think that there's a culture surrounding Joker that is a representative of that rebellion, which is silly because it's a big commercial blockbuster vehicle, right? Yeah. Yeah. But at the same time, I think the movie, I don't know, it ju- I think it did something for the culture in different ways and in different areas. Because obviously we see like certain protests in, what was it in Hong Kong or in uh, like Argentina or wherever there was some kind of conflict going on, people adapting. Uh, uh, Joker uh, uh, iconography to whatever it, it was they had going on, like the V for Vendetta thing.
1: Right, right, right. So they they started doing that in Hong Kong. In what, I believe Venezuela they did, probably,
0: it, it, yeah, Venezuela is probably what I was thinking about. Yeah, yeah. Uh, definitely there. Probably some parts of the Middle East. They started wearing Joker makeup, and you saw like buildings on fire and shit. So I mean, there there was a big big moment for this movie, and I think it represents things like that in more war-torn countries. And uh, also uh, probably just rebellion against the media and popular entertainment in general because they didn't want you to like this movie and they don't want this kind of movie made.
1: Yeah, that makes sense. That makes a lot of sense, yeah.
0: So my thinking is a lot of people voted for it just because it's a good movie. A lot of people maybe voted for it in, in smaller categories for that reason, just to say, fuck you, to, to the the, academy,
1: to win, just to see it win a bunch of awards. Yeah,
0: just as like a, a basically a troll right, vote, right, right. Because huh. I don't know, it getting six nominations seems like yeah, that's about right for Joker. It getting the most nominations for this in the <laughs> Baftas seems unusual.
1: What else did it get? Like, how, what it, so everything it got everything:
0: best foreign picture, best makeup, cutest clown nose,
1: <laughs> cutest midget uh we <laughs> see custom design cinematography best makeup sound mixing sound editing original score adapted screenplay well what okay that's a that's a weird one
0: well it's it's from yeah. a killing joke or well, just comic books in general logan got yeah. that as well
1: i think so do you, do you prefer Logan to the Joker? No,
0: Logan still feels like a comic book movie.
1: Hmm. Is it because of the superpowers?
0: Yeah, it gets re- well. It's not. It's not even because of the superpowers, because that's that's automatic. That goes hand in hand with it. It's Hugh Jackman fighting a CGI version of himself that's younger okay. and a clone, and that kills him or something. Right, right. I liked Logan. It's it made my favorite of the X Men films, but it it doesn't hold a candle to Joker. Joker is its own. You could, you, could, you could easily give that to somebody to watch. And I don't think if they knew nothing at all about DC Comics or the character, they would just go, oh, that was just a movie. There's no greater right. universe attached to that. And I can't say that about Logan.
1: Yeah. I, at times in the movie, you forget that you're watching a, a Joker movie and it's just a study of this character. Uh, mm-hmm. And I felt that, uh, I started watching with my elderly, almost dead dad. I probably shouldn't be saying that. Uh, my And uh, and he, yeah, he kind of forgot that it was a Joker thing until, you know, the makeup came on. He was like, oh, right. Uh, it was more of like a, you know, character study of this weirdo than with Logan that you can't really get away from, from uh, adamantium claws and, right. and uh, indestructible and then having a child murdering people with, so fingernails uh so yeah yeah i guess i guess you're right
0: i'm gonna say that sam mendes probably wins this category for best director but i think it's not out of the realm of possibility even though you don't think so that quentin tarantino could win for similar reasons because i feel like him and joker and that whole subculture that is really just popular culture or it was five ten years ago um is part of like the same thing. It's over. Like the people who voted for Joker. In these smaller categories. Like best sound mixing. Which I think is very telling. Because the reality is. They're probably just checking off. Whatever they liked best. Nobody's actually giving any thought. To that category. They're just going to vote for whatever movie they like best. And if Joker is the movie that they like best. Then I think that actually. In a way. Fares well for Tarantino.
1: We'll see. I guess. I like. Bong Joon. Jung Joon- I can't say his name, but I I haven't seen Parasite yet. I like his filmography a lot. Uh, I what do you think of? Well, okay, well I guess we're moving to the Best Picture, but what do you think of his career and like the other movies that he's made?
0: I think he's very hit and miss. There's movies of his that I enjoyed. Uh, he did Memories of a Murder, right? That's a good mother, one. Mother, the host. The host, I, I thought, was a little too wacky. A little too. Right. That wasn't what I was hoping for. I was hoping for uh-huh. something a little more Cloverfield, maybe. When I tuned right. into that, like, I said this in the article that I released on the the best films of the year. I feel like when he tries to go global and he has these giant ideas, his his movies feel very thin. So right. Snowpiercer is another one where that's like a big epic film, but it's not. I don't. There, there's not a, a sticking power to it. It's just. It's a. It's good. It's good right. for what you're watching, and I i bet it's wonderful to see in the theater, but mm-hmm. I'm not going back and watching Snowpiercer. It's not on my top of the decade list. Uh, same thing with Okja, which I enjoyed, but it feels a little too too crazy. I don't know. There's there's just something about it that, that feels like it's too much, you know?
1: What spares it like? Is that a big movie or is it like a small story movie, like his older movie?
0: It's somewhere in like, between. I, I would say because, it's closer to his older movies.
1: Okay, because Mother is—it's a very like maybe not small, but it's it's a like a very intimate story, I guess, about a, a mom trying to rescue his son. I don't know if you've seen it. I but, haven't. Uh, when you get, get that and you compare it to something as big as Snowpiercer or Okja, or, uh, like you said, that's what I'm wondering: if Parasite's still him continuing the, you know, these movies are are big or or is he back to, you know, the smaller
0: type of movie? I think he's just going to keep going bigger because that, that's his interest. I mean, he, he mentioned it himself, and I said this in the article, um, but I, I didn't know that he was actually talking about it until after I had written it. But he said a similar thing where it was specifically a story that had to deal with Korean culture and a Korean family and people internationally just kind of drew from the similarities of that. And he seems to do the opposite, uh where it's like I want everybody involved. I want Korean people and American people and mm-hmm. English actors and Japanese actors and and it and it just feels like too much, and you have like Chris Evans understanding a Korean man talking and i'm like i I'm not gonna follow this bridge uh, i'm not that's that's no, too much no. there's too much going on here. Tilda Swinton's wearing makeup, she's over the top, she's playing <laughs> like the superior role i i'm 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 out on this. Okay. But Parasite is a smaller movie, I suppose. Two of those, by, you know, just by comparison. Uh, but it's not a small movie at all. Uh, it's just more focused, I think. And that's the difference. That's why I like this one.
1: Okay, that's fair.
0: I think it would be cool to see him win. Is he as deserving? Probably not. Uh, I think it, it's big right now because the only reason why Parasite is hitting the way it is I think it has to do with the anti-capitalist aspect of that movie, where it's literally just an eat the rich mentality that uh, the characters of the lower class family have. And this is how a lot, I mean, we were just talking about this yesterday, right? We were talking about how very well off uh, 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 New York City trust fund kids have this eat the rich mentality. They want to propagate socialism just because they're bored. They don't have much to do. They're, They're not struggling at all. I have never met in my entire life. And I, again, I lived in two like projects basically for the first 20 years of my life. I've never met anyone who even knows what the fuck socialism is or cares for it. They just want to make money, usually by scamming people, which is pure capitalism, if you ask me. Yeah. <clears throat> so they're seeing this movie, which you know, I, I do think that uh, Bong Joon Ho probably has socialist tendencies. Not that there's necessarily anything wrong with that, right? Uh, but he also critiques the the lower class family that is taking advantage of the upper class family. There's a there's a good critique of both here, and I don't think it's a clear cut. The working class family is the better family here. If anything, it shows the opposite of that in the movie. But because the American media is the way it is, and Teen Vogue is the way it is, they're looking toward <laughs> those capitalist socialist elements and feeding into the narrative, and they want to push it because it's non-white. I think that has something to do with it, but this movie could have been made anywhere, you know, and it it would be getting the same reception if it was of equal quality. So do I want to see it win? I don't really care. I have other preferences. Well,
1: you wouldn't be upset if it did. No, I wouldn't
0: be upset if it did because it's a good movie, and regardless of whatever the media storm around that is, uh, that doesn't take away from the fact it's a quality film.
1: Right so
0: why don't we talk about those quality films and then we will wrap up this show we have best picture the one category we have not discussed we have ford versus ferrari the irishman jojo rabbit joker little women once upon a time in hollywood 1917 marriage story and as we were just discussing parasite
1: i don't know what do you think joker
0: I mean, I would like to see Joker win. I, I do feel like there's actually a shot that Joker could win. I re, I think it's a race between three different films. I think it's 1917, Joker, and Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Mm. One of those three will probably win. The Irishman, outside shot.
1: Little woman. <laughs> Little woman. <laughs> I knew you
0: were going to say that.
1: Is Little Woman literally the same story that they've been doing for 100 years and still based on... 1875 or whatever the fuck is it they're still presenting that they didn't even modernize it I don't think
0: so I mean what how would you even modernize that movie and make it good or like have the same character and texture of it they they, I mean look what happened when they modernized it right did you see it chapter 2 no good don't see it it's not a good movie it completely destroyed everything that the, the goodwill that the first one built up which was still wavering to begin with
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, it wasn't great to begin with. How the fuck did it make 108 million? Little Women.
0: Little Women made that much money?
1: It says the box office was 108.2 million.
0: That's crazy. (sighs) Yeah. That just came out, too. Who who are these people seeing Little Women? I want a list. I want a list of everybody's (laughs) name who bought a ticket. Stay clear.
1: I mean, you got a yeah, got a shitload of nominations. Uh, I think you're right. I, I I think you're right because I haven't seen any of them. So uh, yeah, let's go with <laughs> either 1917, Once Upon a Time. I should watch Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Now, uh, what do you think about Jojo Rabbit?
0: I actually like Jojo Rabbit. I thought it was a good movie. I don't think it's gonna win.
1: Do you think it's Do you think it's weird that a comedy is nominated for best picture? I mean, Birdman's a comedy, in that one. Birdman is is this guy's more as an actor. Actor movie, not as a, there's there's Hitler movie. <laughs> I guess that's the aspect that is kind of odd to me that they would go for something like this. I'm happy with it. I like the director. I think he's fine. Yeah. I think it's fun. I think it's funny as it a, as a, himself and and uh, I like some of the stuff he's done. But it's it's a it's one of those weird uh choices that again I still haven't seen it. So it maybe deserves to be in that category. But it's it's kind of weird for me that the Academy would choose something that's so obviously uh a comedy in everything you see about it every poster there's always it's a not where, though or there's always i i,
0: I watched so, the movie and it, it's literally i don't even know if i could say it's split down the middle a comedy and a drama it, maybe maybe oh, really? it's pretty close because the dramatic moments are very heavy and then you it, it, it doesn't it, it actually doesn't even out well i i started to write an essay about jojo rabbit because it's it's just so peculiar but when you have these big moments, and I'm going to just, do I'm not going to spoil it, but I'm going to say, uh, mm-hmm. there are characters in the movie that die that maybe you wouldn't expect to die, and um, you have to see the the little boy, the lead character, have to deal with that, and reckon with the fact that maybe the ideology that he's been indoctrinated into isn't right or isn't good, um, and you have these heavy moments, and then Taika Waititi just hops out as Adolf Hitler and starts doing his. 2D cartoonish yeah. performance and it just feels so weird It feel, it's a weird juxtaposition that we go from oh here's a hanging here's a public hanging to uh, cartoon Hitler so okay uh, uh, and it's actually funny too because you know there was a lot of controversy there shouldn't have been controversy around this movie at all especially since it was so like embarrassingly labeled an anti-hate satire as if we need to know that yeah <laughs>
1: Yeah, it's on a propaganda Nazi propaganda movie, guys.
0: Yes, people, people. I mean, and this this just goes to show how how low we've fallen. Like people that would absolutely side with Taika Waititi's politics and the movie's politics um, were outraged that this movie was even a thing because they thought, yeah, this could be yeah. Nazi propaganda because it's a comedy, even though it's clearly, it's clearly clearly condemning it. However, one of the Nazis is painted in a very positive light. I thought that was kind of strange. And that was Sam Rockwell's <laughs> character. He has like a redemption arc, um, which I thought was unexpected but uh, fair. Good.
1: I'm sure there were Oof. okay.
0: What you're um, gonna say? There's good Nazis.
1: I'm... <laughs> I'm is that sure the podcast some... <laughs> we want
0: to do right now? Glad Jake Hamrhand's right. not on you're, this You're one. right.
1: You're right. <laughs> you're right. Um, uh, no, I just think Sam Rockwell is very likable, so maybe it wasn't. In- much of a redemption arc, and it's just that it's difficult to not like him as a performer.
0: No, it, it's clear that this is a good guy. <laughs> it's very clear that this is a good guy Um who's doing bad things.
1: A good Nazi?
0: A, he's the closest thing to a good Nazi we've seen in a film in in quite a while. Since I maybe think it's, uh, it, it, Stephen Graham in in the This Is England later installments.
1: It's it's very telling. Um, that people would think this is a Nazi propaganda movie that was directed by a brown New
0: Zealander. Well, don't you? I mean, we know now that white supremacists aren't always white, Hans. I mean, I mean <laughs> yeah, that's that's, not, that's you right now talking yeah, about talking not, <laughs> up these Nazis. Come on,
1: the good Nazis. Uh, okay, well, y- yeah, I guess my pick. Um, it's um, Jojo the, Rabbit. Jojo Rabbit. Us. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> because of the good Nazi story. <laughs> 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 yeah. So let's go, Taiki. To, when was the last time the brown guy won a? Oof. I guess a couple of years ago with with uh, Moonlight. But you know we need more representation. So just like my pick for best actress, this one's going for the one director of color.
0: I actually think 33 percent of the movies that have won have been like black movies for for this decade. So, if that's the closest thing, yeah, you might be onto something.
1: You Need that representation. Got those two wins. It,
0: it could be. It could be. <laughs> uh, you know what? I'm 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 going to call it right now. I'm going to stake my credibility as far as making predictions about award ceremonies go. I think Joker is going to win Best Picture. Okay. I think Sam Mendes will probably get Best Director, and that'll be boring. But the upset usually comes with the Best Picture win. As we were talking about before, it came with Argo. It came with Moonlight, obviously. It came with, uh, what was the other one we were talking about? Birdman. Birdman won over Boyhood. And uh, Green Book. Green Book won last year. Yeah, Bridge of Spies. Ooh, That's the wrong kind of upset. (laughs) And Spotlight, so we've, yeah. I, I, and Spotlight, yeah. A lot of the wins in this decade have been surprise victories that nobody had banked on. That it was maybe an outside chance of that movie winning. If it is, it'll either be Joker or the more conventional choice would be Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. There is a, there is a chance that both Quentin gets that and Best Picture, but it depends on how they feel about him. Like you said, they might not like him. They might think he's just a creep. But if that's the case, you like... Joker, but you don't like Quentin Tarantino? Weird.
1: So, uh, how uh, will you react when uh, Ryan Johnson wins original screenplay over Tarantino?
0: I don't. I don't know. <laughs> look. That that would actually be a travesty. <laughs> I don't have anything against Ryan Johnson, but uh, I I I like Looper. I like his episodes of Breaking Bad that he did. But what about Knives Out? I have no interest in seeing Knives Out. I read a detailed synopsis about that film. It seems like a big scam. Seems like a movie that's full of hot air where you get all these stars and they're only actually in it for about 10 minutes. Oh. Like that one Joss Whedon Shakespeare film. And I don't want to see that movie.
1: Yeah, I mean, we we didn't really talk about this one because so I guess they're not part of the big six or big four or whatever. But this just also seem like just very boring picks to me. When, or for best, best picture? No, oh, for best original screenplay. You got Story*. You yeah, 1917, Knives Out, Once Upon a Time, and Parasite. Uh, and then adapted as Jojo Rabbit, Joker, Little Women, Irishman, and The Two Popes. Yeah, I don't know. Very, 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 very who cares? I, I I was expecting more from something like The Lighthouse.
0: I, again, I still I think that got best edited. That got a nomination for Best Editing, I believe, or Best Cinematography. Cinematography, yeah. I don't know. I, I didn't have uh, expectations for that movie to rack up. I thought that movie was good, but I, I didn't think it was outstanding. I thought it was fun.
1: I, I just don't care about these awards. Like, I didn't see the Golden Gloves. And I, I don't even know who won. Or the BAFTAs. I didn't even know that the they or, yeah. The BAFTAs haven't
0: happened yet. BAFTAs, oh, okay. I think, cool. are our first step. And those are usually, like, a good sign as to... Yeah who's going to win the Oscars. Sometimes they, they splinter. Like again, Mickey Rourke won the BAFTA for best actor, did not win the Oscar.
1: Didn't Paddington win a bunch of BAFTAs?
0: <laughs> Paddington swept. <Yeah>. Paddington <laughs> got best director. He was the director. <laughs> yes. Uh, best picture, best actor, Paddington. They brought the CGI bear on, like when they have the Simpsons do the uh, the Emmys or whatever.
1: They yeah. used to have the bears on Bothead and MTV Awards. Yes. Yeah. That's how it, <laughs> how it went down.
0: Alright, I think I think we've talked enough about the Oscars. Is there anything you wanna add about the ceremony or the future of Hollywood?
1: Is there gonna be anything to the ceremony? I didn't see it last year, so I don't know what it's like without having a host. But do they have their typical, you know, Ellen with her pizza and you know, the little the little sketches, their little gags, or was it just straight up present the awards and that's it?
0: I, I actually didn't watch it either. I just tuned in for the yeah. best picture part, so I can't tell you. But I would assume it's just they have presenters and then they'll do a musical number and watch the ratings decline as the night goes on. And you have Tina Fey and, and they, what's they should name? have a big like ticker in the background that's just like the number of viewers leaving, changing the channel, like a telethon, but in reverse.
1: Just pay more attention to Twitter just for the results.
0: Yeah. Well, uh, I I actually think that this Oscar year is a much more interesting year. The Best Picture nominations feel very 1970s to me because you have so many popular films in that group, and that's not always the case. It's a good lineup. We haven't had this good of a lineup since maybe 2009 or 2010 when they decided to expand it to 10 nominees, up to 10 nominees. And you got a lot of the popular movies like The Social Network or Inglourious Bastards or... or, um, uh, District 9 was a, was a great one to get a Best Picture nomination that typically would have never been nominated. Uh, just because people were very upset that The Dark Knight didn't get nominated for Best Picture in 2008.
1: I agree. I have nothing else to add to that. Oh, fuck! I just threw fucking garbage on my food.
0: Ew. That's, it's terrible. Yeah.
1: yeah. Yeah. I'm not doing okay. I'm sick right now. I don't know if you able to tell them. <laughs> I'm sick. I'm so fucking sick. I'm, I'm that sick where... Uh, when you cough, it's just green. And then everything oh, no. that comes out of your nose is just green. You got an
0: infection. Yeah, I'm you dying. You got to quarantine. You're, don't go near your dad. That's the last thing he'll mm-hmm. you'll, you'll need. Is anything else bothering him?
1: Oh, him. Right. I was thinking, I'm not going to get a stroke. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, From Strokes are contagious, <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah. Anyway.
0: Yeah. Are you going to die mysteriously of pneumonia mm-hmm. in a couple of weeks? It's a new
1: form of, uh, what was it? The uh, uh, Bird flu? the Mexican, Mexican bird flu right or was it pig flu what was it
0: mad cow disease
1: yeah that's it i'm dying
0: well that has been movies for this episode thank you for for listening to our conversation about the the oscars and uh i i do think that this um eh, who gives a shit
1: <laughs> yeah i'm still uh yeah, I, I I'm um uh, I'm excited about people like um your alternative production companies putting out movies and not fitting into this Hollywood thing because I I can't see how they can continue this model for the next, you know, five, ten years. They can't. Uh so I'm really interested as in to see what it's next, especially with all of these streaming options and hopefully uh we'll go back to making movies that are good and actually matter. Like back in the day, which makes me sound like an old man, which I am. But instead of this just over saturation of everything and just bullshit that's thrown out of your face and yeah. So
0: I think there's an opportunity for that, but for the most part I think we're gonna wind up getting movies like 2016's The Thinning, starring <laughs> Logan Paul mm-hmm. on YouTube, where he just it's wears it. like a cut off vest and shorts during the apocalypse.
1: It's the age of the YouTubers in cinema. The YouTube productions.
0: What I love about YouTube movies is everybody dresses like how they normally dress. There's no wardrobe. They just show up and they this is a vlogger. Yeah. The vlogger attire. They're wearing BAP, even though there's like zombies running around. He's wearing his um
1: his Jake Paul what what's this called? The Phoenix or whatever the fucks? The, the the
0: No, the Maverick is it? Maverick attire. His, his brand, yeah. He's wearing a big Maverick hat. <laughs> the logo. Right, stitched right into it. And they have a close up on that. They pan down to his face from that.
1: <coughs> yeah.
0: Whoa. There's a That's... new thinning movie, The Thinning: New World Order, and the poster is blue and purple. And there's a guy that looks like a zombie.
1: That's the third one, right?
0: I guess so. I mean, it's a series, apparently. Um, wow. Would you do a role in The Thinning?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Why not? I'll that wear movie. Cut off shirt. <laughs> What <laughs> a caught up shirt and shorts and my vlogger clothes. What are, you, are you telling me you wouldn't? I wouldn't do You're that. you telling thing. me? No? If they no. offered you just a, a walk-in role where you just call Jake Paul a faggot you wouldn't do it? I don't think
0: he would allow that in his movie.
1: Fair enough. Maybe not that word. Okay. <laughs> okay. Let's just go back to being able to use those words. That's what I want. Let's make, let's make the R word again. I can't even fucking say it. I say it in my regular life. I don't know why I'm saying this. The R word. Okay. <laughs> we got to end the episode now.
0: All right. That has been movies.